0: Pittsburgh Steelers had a rough weekend, but the NFL helped them out. Now they're back in the playoff race, but the biggest takeaway from this weekend, hands down, is that they got to stop listening to themselves and they got to start listening to the entire league. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackmine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers to Go, your daily to go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash all Steelers Talkers. Subscribe anywhere. You get your podcast, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They stay in the wild card spot somehow. A crazy weekend of football found them back in the sixth seed. They dropped below the Cleveland Browns, which at this point is no big deal. It's not about fighting for the top of the AFC North or fighting for the top of the AFC in general. It is about staying alive week after week to find yourself in whatever wild card spot you could squeeze into. Right now, the Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans give them major boosts as both of them fall over the weekend. And the Pittsburgh Steelers go from five to eight to six. That's a good place to be. But that's not the biggest takeaway. The biggest takeaway is that everybody watched and the Pittsburgh Steelers themselves got an opportunity to do so as well. That this league is filled with opportunity, and that opportunity should never be limited. And the Pittsburgh Steelers, no matter how much they want to limit the opportunity and limit their options and limit their belief in further depth chart players, it's got to go out the window. That's an old-school mentality, and maybe it's not necessarily an old-school mentality. Maybe it's just a Pittsburgh Steelers mentality, but either way, it's something that, to this point has not worked, won't continue to work, and the NFL is proving that it's time to put that on the shelf and start to look other places. Let me read off a couple of stat lines here for you that occurred over the weekend. three hundred and three hundred and one yards, excuse me, and two touchdowns. That was Zach Wilson on his way to beating the Houston Texans. 311 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. That was Joe Flacco's stat line on his way to beating the Jacksonville Jaguars. 275 yards and two touchdowns to one interception. That is Jake Browning's stat line on his way to beating the Indianapolis Colts. You want to know what all those guys have in common? None of them were were their team's first option. None of them were their team's second option. They were just the only option that they had available. And they all have different reasons for the Pittsburgh Steelers to listen, but the Pittsburgh Steelers should listen to every single one of them. Joe Flacco is probably the best example. Jake Browning's tough because, hey, look, at he's a guy that came out of nowhere that just shows you a good offensive scheme gets the job done. If you are able to have talent around you and a coaching staff that is able to properly coach you, properly put a game plan together, and properly motivate you, yeah, well, yep. Good things they tend to occur in the NFL, even if it's just in short stints. But the Pittsburgh Steelers just need a short stint. They don't need anything crazy. Jake Browning is a prime example that that can happen as long as your coaching is up to par. And the Pittsburgh Steelers coaching has not been up to par. Has been nowhere close for the last however many years under Mike Tomlin and whoever he has as an offensive coordinator. Joe Flacco is a great example. People are going to say, oh, Joe Flacco's Joe Flacco. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Even if he's old, he still has plenty left in the tank. No, that's not true. Last year, we watched Joe Flacco get the Pittsburgh Steelers kicked out of the postseason because he couldn't score more than six points in a ball game with the New York Jets against the Miami Dolphins to win a game. Just couldn't do it. So it's not, oh, just Joe Flacco. He's a Super Bowl winning coach. He's a guy who's done this before. No, he's in a good system with a good scheme, but that's not the point. The point is this. The Cleveland Browns just kept looking until they found somebody. That's what they did. They had P.J. Walker. They weren't thrilled about P.J. Walker. They went to Dorian Thompson Robinson. Dorian Thompson Robinson gets hurt. They open the floor to Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco impresses, and they say, look it, you're our starter for the rest of the season. Why? Because we were going to keep looking until we found somebody who was going to get us into the postseason and possibly beyond, who was going to give it us. Give us our best opportunity to win. The Pittsburgh Steelers, to this point, have not done that. And that's Zach Wilson. That is another prime example here, and we'll get there in a second, but let's start with this. The Cleveland Browns, the Pittsburgh Steelers got to watch them this weekend win Joe Flacco and press. It shows you maybe you should continue to look at options. The Pittsburgh Steelers have another one. His name is Mason Rudolph. Mitch Trubisky has not gotten the job done. He hasn't even been close to getting the job done. He's He hasn't, to this point, especially this season, been anywhere near up to the bar that the Steelers or anybody else in the league should set for a quarterback, not just to start, but to be put into a ball game at any point. Every time Mitch Trubisky has entered a ballgame outside of the Carolina Panthers game last season, since being benched as a starter, he has, I mean, struggled mightily. And yeah, there's maybe one or two instances. I guess Tampa Bay would be one of them. But if we're going to be honest, I'm giving out that praise to James Pierre and Josh Jackson and just saying, hey, look, at these were two hell of of a cornerback duo who stepped onto that football field with no chance and put everything they had out there and won, not giving it to Mitch Trubisky. The Pittsburgh Steelers have another option. It's Mason Rudolph. And maybe that doesn't work, but if they learned anything this weekend... It's that it's time to test all options until you find something that clicks. And Mitch Trubitsky is not clicking. And the longer you wait, the further you're going to sink, the more risk you're going to take. And I get it that Mike Tomlin doesn't live in his fears, but most of the time he does. And most of the time, his fear is not, oh, we're not, we're, we're not afraid that Mitch Trubitsky could struggle. His fear is eh, we're more afraid that Mason Rudolph is going to struggle more. Sometimes that just doesn't happen, and that brings us to Zach Wilson. I believe 301 yards, two touchdowns, leads the Jets to a blowout victory over the Houston Texans. Things look great. A week ago, three days ago, yesterday, the New York Jets and Zach Wilson are over. That's a divorce waiting to happen. Zach Wilson is probably on his way out of the NFL. He's had more than one opportunity to prove himself in this league has failed every single time, most times miserably. The New York Jets say, hey, look it. sometimes you just got to go back to what you know and you just got to test everything again until something works. You got to keep giving yourself an opportunity, keep running through the cycle, maybe something works, test the hot hand. Mason Rudolph's had opportunities in this league with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and a lot of people bring those up as reasons not to start him. They say, oh, well, you know, I get it, he's 5-4-1 and one as a starter, but there's a reason that he hasn't played for the Steelers in two seasons. I don't really think that that's a valid excuse anymore. I think that if Mitch Trubitsky looked good, yeah, there's no reason to have this conversation because Mason Rudolph hasn't played football in two years. But Mitch Trubitsky's looks so bad that sometimes you just got to go back and give everybody another opportunity. And maybe Mason Rudolph doesn't work out, but maybe he does. And we have no idea. All we know right now and all the Pittsburgh Steelers know right now is that Mitch Trubisky is going to struggle and Mitch Trubisky is not going to give you a very high opportunity to go win a ball game. And don't get me wrong. That's not all on Mitch Trubisky. Again, Jake Browning, prime example. Sometimes your coaching staff is so bad that you cannot succeed no matter how hard you try. And the Pittsburgh Steelers... While I think Eddie Faulkner is a phenomenal running backs coach, and I think Mike Sullivan is a great guy and probably a good quarterbacks coach, they're just not the duo that the Pittsburgh Steelers could lean on. And that happens. They're interim head coaches, our interim offensive coordinators slash play callers. That's okay. The bar isn't very high. It's just whatever we have available that we could test out and see if it works because the last guy just wasn't good enough to have in the building. That's okay. Tough spot to be, but you can't judge Faulkner and Sullivan for that. You just have to look at them and say they were tossed into a very tough situation. They're trying to make the most out of it, even if they're not equipped to do so. Mitch Trubisky, I mean, you watch this weekend and you got it clear as day. Sometimes the NFL is just about giving everybody an opportunity because you never know who's going to work ever. And maybe Mason Rudolph works, but the Pittsburgh Steelers got to test it out. And they got to stop worrying about whatever before they worry themselves out of the playoff race. And that's very likely to happen at this point. I get it. They're the sixth seed. I get it. They got lucky. They continue to get lucky. It's like everybody else. I mean, I sat around this weekend and I talk about fantasy football all the time. But I sat around this weekend and watched my team score like 60 points and get blown out for the sixth, seventh time in a row. And I still somehow snuck my way in as that eighth seed into the postseason the Steelers are not going to get that lucky. They're just not. But if they continue to live in their fears and continue to live in limitations, things are just going to sink fast. And that's just where they are. Sometimes the NFL is about watching, and thankfully the Steelers got an opportunity to do so this weekend. And this weekend what it showed is, hey, if you were watching the Browns game, if you were watching the Jets game, if you were watching the Bengals game, the three games the Steelers should be paying attention to Yeah, it's time to start Mason Rudolph. Don't hold high expectations. Just look at it very simply. Mitch Trubisky isn't it, wasn't it, isn't working. And in this league, you never know who's going to click.